Chicago's home for sports. Now, by your side, through your smart speaker. Just, Just tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Yeah, it was a 13-0 Detroit win. The Cubs have a 16-0 lead over Pittsburgh. They're not done yet. Ground ball to third, handled by Arise, and Eloy is down. He's in shallow right, and he is in a lot of pain. Debo calling out James Crock and Tony, and he's grabbing what looks like his right hamstring. Man, oh, man. Well, that summed it up right there, didn't it? I tell you, I was listening listening to the call. I was listening to the call, driving, and I, no! That was my first reaction, just yelling out no. Because you knew. When Len says man, oh man, you know it's (laughs) right. That was Len Casper along with uh, DJ on the broadcast yesterday. They'll be back today in about an hour when the uh, White Sox and the Twins go at it. Series finale. Let's go up to Minnesota where Len Casper is standing by and... Len, good afternoon. Hey, Len. I just turned twelve. Good to good to talk to you. Can you think of a worse six days for a baseball team than what we've seen so far on this road trip? I, I really can't, Len. I know the Cubs had some bad ones back in the day, but man, when you combine everything, this was as bad as it gets. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I'm I'm sure every team has had one of these stretches over a two or three year period, but you know, I think the, the hardest part aside from the the struggling offense is we've seen these types of injuries before and you know after a while it kind of feels like really again Mm -hmm. and i know every team is is battling injuries and you know you look at the new york yankees the last several years uh, they've found ways to win 95 to 100 games with you know 25 injured list stints but uh, uncle and the, uh, let me just say right off the bat, I think the biggest thing right now is you just feel horrible for Eloy Jimenez, uh, a guy who you know, had an injury plague year last year, really pressed uh, after missing 99 games with the pec injury, and, and kind of hit the reset button here in 22, and all of a sudden now he's kind of facing something similar to what Luis Robert had to deal with last year. You know, Started the season on the active roster, but then a few weeks in, goes down with the injury so let's hope it's the six to eight weeks that's the preliminary report and it's nothing more than that uh, but that's still a lot of time to miss one of your best players now when you when you saw that and and i was listening to your call on the radio here on espn 1000 but when you saw that happen did he just misjudge the bait was there any way to tell what really really happened because we saw that he stepped on the back of the or the end of the bag well, it was yeah, it was an awkward landing on the bag. And remember, you know, he had a sore left ankle that had kind of kept him out for a couple games. And then when he came back, he was the DH. So I don't know if it was just the landing or the combination of the awkward landing and the tender ankle. And then at that point, you've got a very large human being going full speed, and he's just trying to catch his footing. And that's when he jammed that right leg. Uh, into the dirt and you know I I'm never going to criticize a guy for running hard it's one of those very strange things where you're you're trying to keep everybody healthy all year but can't tell a guy not to run hard especially when he's trying to beat out an infield hit no of course not visiting with Len Casper who'll be behind the mic for um, White Sox twins later today series finale thank god they come back home 
maybe that'll be a nice little change in, in the vibe over there. How is the vibe down there? I assume you met with Tony this morning. The one good thing, Len, they, they, they have experience navigating injuries. They just did it for a full season last year. So what's it like down in that locker room right now? Right. It, uh, on our manager's show, I, I said, you know, it's, it's no consolation, but the White Sox were 6-8 and eight last year. And if you win today and Cleveland loses, you're in first place. So it feels like the sky is falling, but it's still incredibly early. Uh, every team, even the best ones, do go through some adversity and in the end you hope that it'll make you a little stronger it's no fun to go through um, but you know i don't want to sound like the old guy i've been doing this a long time and as bad as it feels for the fans and people watching um, i think most clubhouses do tend to keep it on an even keel everybody internalizes this stuff differently Um, but i think mostly it's you look individually, and you mentioned Grandal. Uh, oh, Jose had a nice day yesterday, but he's been kind of quiet. Um, Vaughn's had a good start, but you know Leury has struggled. There are a lot of struggling hitters in this lineup. I think for the most part, the way you view your team is you say, I'm not producing, so let me just worry about what I can control. And I think that makes life maybe a tad easier. You, you, you can't be 28 guys you can only be one and if you just do what your job is and you have four or five guys get hot at the same time then all of a sudden you're back to what it should look like len kind of surprised that we're not seeing uh, adam angle get uh, you know with all the injuries in the outfield i would think that he would be a, a day day to day player he's not in the lineup today well here's the here's the interesting thing about the eloy injury and the fact that Luis robert hasn't been available all weekend There's a lot of outfield depth on this roster. And, again, you never want to be without either of those guys for any length of time. But A.J. Pollock needs to play. Uh, So he is in uh, right today. Uh, You don't have a ton of left-hand bats in terms of options. So that's why Adam Hazley is in there in center. And for me, Andrew Vaughn is probably the guy now whose playing time increases even more uh, with Eloy out. Whether Vaughn becomes essentially a, a regular and left or almost an everyday player, uh, that's probably what I think we'll, we'll get a look at. Uh, Engel will get his opportunities, especially late as a defensive replacement. Um, but I, I guess it's a good problem that there's a guy that you think should be in the lineup and isn't, and you're <laughs> down Robert and uh, Jimenez. That's, that's, a, that's a good depth problem, I suppose. Yeah, and Lennon, I'm interested to watch Pollock over time. Nobody really talks about him. He was out with the injury, and paternity leave this is a guy that had basically a 900 ops last year he had a good season so if you're looking to replace some production from uh eloy a guy like pollock could do it not necessarily hitting tons of home runs but he hit 21 last year like there was a really good quiet season last year can he repeat that i think is something to watch yep no doubt and the other thing about aj because of the lack of left-hand options uh, on this team he hits right-handers and that's that, huge. That's, kinda, that's yeah. the unwritten part of that deal for Craig Kimbrell is not only is A.J. Pollock a really good player, but you can't just look at him as, a, well, here's another right-hand hitting outfielder. You know, you've got a ton of those guys, but he murders right-handers, and that's something this team really needed. I agree with that 100%. I'm sure you've heard me be critical of of the fact they don't have enough left-handed slug. That's why I feel like Grandel, he has it in him. 
uh, combined with the on-base ability, and it just hasn't happened yet. But remember, Len, as you know, I mean, April becomes a distant memory by, by you know, you know, a month from now, we'll forget about what happened in April, and certainly two and three months from now. I mean, April's usually a feeling-out period for a lot of teams anyway. That's happening right and, now and because of the injuries. Yeah, and yeah. with the shortened spring sure. training, same thing. It for sure. So hopefully Grandel yeah. really heats up is my point. Right, right. The, the, yeah, the other thing is most offenses are struggling. The White Sox yep. are struggling more than most, but the Twins came in. They weren't scoring runs. They're hitting just over 200. Every team you see, uh, they say, yeah, you know, it's been, a, it's been a real grind. White Sox got off to a good start. It's been a bad week plus. Uh, again, six and eight last year, but it was win one, lose one this year. It's <laughs> yeah. great start, then a bad week. So it's almost how you get to the record versus what the numbers actually are that that make you feel worse. And, and certainly, and Josh Harrison, uh, it was uh, reported by Scott Merkin, MLB.com, that today might be the day he returns. He's not in the lineup, but what are you hearing about Josh? Yeah, he was hoping to get back in there yesterday, but you know that. That catch he made, which he he told me he's got to be the best catch of his career, and it's uh, probably the defensive play of the year uh, that I have seen. Uh, that could have been really bad, Ooh. and he really did jam his right shoulder. Yeah. And I think initially his reaction, I thought he, he was injured. It was more of a, I can't believe I'm not hurt. And then as the adrenaline wore off, it's like, yeah, I'm not feeling great. So yeah. I would not expect that to be an IL stint. But with an off day tomorrow... Um, and again, I didn't ask anybody today, but I think you always want to keep your powder dry for an IL stint. If, in fact, that were to happen, then you can you know, backdate it a little bit. So they're just going to let him sit out today, and then hopefully Tuesday he'll be ready to go. Last thing I have for you, Len, and we appreciate the time. We yeah. know you got a long game coming up. Um, Lucas Giolito returns today. I know he was able to keep his arms somewhat in shape, uh, but do you, do you think he's ready for... I don't know, 80-plus 80, 80 pitches, or how do you think that's going to go? No, I think it's more 60, 65. Okay. I would guess, Jesse, if that can get you four innings, you probably feel great about it. Let's put it this way. If you offered me four from Lucas right now, I would take it. Okay. Um, so, you know, three if it's a 25-pitch first inning, but I, I would say four. You know, only five innings if he's really, you know, no no stress, Maybe could get to 70 pitches, but I think they're going to be careful with them. Well, at least they can unload the bullpen because tomorrow's an off day. Yep. So yep. you got to scrap out a win somehow, Len. You got to do it today. Bring it home for us, all right? That sounds good. Yeah, there are no must wins in April, but it kind of feels close. <laughs> yeah, right. You got it, Len. <laughs> thank you for the time. Thanks, Len. Say hi to DJ it, for us. That's Len Casper. Does a great job. I love listening to him and DJ. Right here on ESPN 1000. First pitch in about an hour. Connor McKnight has the pregame show at the bottom of the hour, and I'm sure he'll uh, sort of summarize all these injuries. I can't believe. I mean, most of the time, if you have an I- I- sort of an injury-prone year for a team, the next year things go better. <laughs> right. It, ju- it just, it just b- seemed to, it, the it's way this, it works. It, it's this dread when we heard about, and that's what uh, my first reaction when I heard the call on the radio. It was like, no, not a lawyer. This yeah. is happening again. Yeah. It is uh, Groundhog Day. I guess, and I guess the question to, to fans, we can't tell you how you f- tell you how to feel, because if you think he's injury prone, that's just your opinion. But are you are you are you concerned that this is something that's um, sort of chronic, that this is going to be a, a, it's hard a, not to be a habitual thing? It's hard not to be three one two three three two three seven seven six 
is the number. Yeah, it's just hard not to be pessimistic about this when you when you go through two years of this with one player and two years in general. You know, ask me in two team. years when he has a couple of clean seasons. I mean, there was a moment when they were 6-2, and two, I was in my head, because I had talked to a couple of White Sox people after Lynn went down. They were trying to find the positive, hey, look, we kind of ran out of gas on the mound at the end of last year. Lynn's older, he's a bigger guy. You know, if he just pitches a four-month season... And then goes into the post. That's not a bad thing. Right. But, of course, that means you have to survive the two months that he's not there. Right. But all of a sudden, all these things piling up. Now I wish Lance Lynn was here pitching. Right. You know, because you lengthened that starting staff and, out and, a bit. Look, and, and playing the uh, Guardians, uh, you know, except for Jose Ramirez, they, you know, they just kind of put the team together, got rid of a lot of salary. You thought, okay, this might be, uh, uh, you know, a walk in the park. They were not. 312-332-3776. If you want to drop us some final thoughts, maybe you're headed to Wrigley Field. Uh, you missed a good one yesterday. I don't know if you're going to get the same result today, but it's fun to think about another big offensive day for the Cubs. Sox baseball coming up at the bottom of the hour. It's Xander. It's Rogers here on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Bulls leading early. Oh, we're good then? <laughs> it's 5-2. Five, five, oh, no. Now they're down 7-5. Oh, well. That was short-lived. I enjoyed, uh, enjoyed it while it lasted. <laughs> yeah. Jesse Rogers, Mark Zander. Last few minutes here before we hand it off to Connor McKnight for White Sox baseball. Zach and Schomburg, you're on ESPN 1000. What's happening? What's up, Zach? Uh, you know, I just wanted to you know, call in and you know, definitely disappointed with how the season started for the Sox. And Tony, I feel like he has to... You know, our our four core guys right now, you know, uh, Grandal, Vaughn, um, Anderson, Abreu, one way or the another, have to be in the lineup every single day. And, you know, I, you know, I love Robert, Eloy, and Mancata, but, you know, they just can't, you know, seem to be, you know, in the lineup every day. And we got to just expect, hey, if we could get 120 games from all of them, that's great. Uh, but those four have got to be in the lineup every single day. I think that gives us the best chance to win. Arguably, Zach, I think uh, Vaughn should have been in the lineup every day. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that. I know that there's some struggles against right-handed pitching, but how do you how do you get over that? He's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud in the making. Everybody says it. Every right. scout. Just, I get the matchup thing, but in April you have that ability. You're not losing any, the pennant in April, Just right? Right. You have that ability to keep the get these youngsters the uh, at bats that they need to get better at whatever they're. You know, their challenges are. Yeah. I mean, we're, I mean, it's the nature of being a fan that you're always asking for the guy that's on the bench, right, to, to be in the game. But in this case, is a, it, this is a huge prospect, not yes. just some guy that you want to get a few at-bats for. Right. This is a guy that's going to be a long-term answer. So Right, and, and we have been able to, or they have been able to, you know, get him reps in left field, outfield, something that he had not really done prior to coming to the White Sox, and he's not been a liability. So he should be in there. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is the number. We got Cub fans driving to Wrigley. Give us a call. I mean, what do you? What is your assessment of the Cubs so far, Xander? Yeah, you know they're exciting to watch. It's one of those teams that they've. It looks like they are just playing and having fun and not a lot to lose. It's it, it's probably not going to. It's not going to be a great season, but it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, they seem to have a good vibe over there. Yeah. Um, you know, they're going to have. I, I feel like they are going to be a streaky team so far. It's been the Sox that have been streaky. Uh, but uh, 
they're what seven and eight right now. The Cubs. It sounds about right. They're gonna. They're gonna, They are entertaining because their offense is in all strikeouts. Right. They are entertaining, even when they lost to Pittsburgh the first two days, Thursday and Friday. It, it like they. It felt like there's some chances now. Thursday was especially bad after like the second inning. They didn't do much at the plate, and they're not going to run into a lot of home runs. I I feel like that whole. When they get out homer thing, they're going to lose a bunch of games. But like yesterday, they hit one home run, and obviously the Pirates hit zero. They won twenty-one nothing, but only hit one home run with, and with scored one twenty-one home run, points. That is just so. That is the uh, that's the storyline nobody's really talking about beyond the score. They will buck some trends. They will probably will win some games when they get out homered, but not enough right. to put up an eighty-five win season. Right. But it's at least an entertaining product. Right. And, and Suzuki's certainly entertaining. Oh my God. Yeah. What's his numbers now? He had a two or three hit day yesterday at least, right? I, mean, right. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Guys, guy's the real deal. Yeah. He's the real deal. And I'm really happy for North Siders because you know, you know, to have that star player that wasn't uh, the one that one of them that left, right? Yep. They needed a draw. Right. They needed a draw. They went yeah. out and got one. I mean, it's, it's so far a scouting success, a front office success in yeah. terms of navigating the other teams that were after him because he was a popular player that was a it's a risk when you hand 85 million guaranteed plus the signing uh the the posting fee I mean, it's a it's a hundred million dollar outlay for a guy that you didn't know that much about in the in terms of playing major league baseball and it's it's it looks like his success yeah it's uh is a lot of fun um what do you think about madrigal on the cubs as, I like as far as what he's been been able to do i don't have a problem with madrigal Ball, bat, guy that puts the bat in play, ball in play, I like. Bat on ball skills, yeah. I like. Yeah, how about his defense? Well, he's not going to be a gold glover, but right. it's second base. Just make the, make the routine plays, and I think he can do that. I've actually been impressed by Nico Horner. I don't think he's an everyday shortstop for 162 games every year, 150 games ever. But so far, so good. His arm is stronger than, it, than I thought. Now, he played shortstop in college. I, I'm not saying that, but it's a whole other level in the major leagues, and he's been good. And they got the guy from the Guardians, right? Or was he on the Twins? No. Who? Simonson? Uh, Andrelton Simmons. He hasn't played yet because he's been injured. Right. Um, He's been around the league. He was on the Angels. I think the last time he was on the Twins. Yeah, defense first. Yeah, right, right. So when he comes back, you think he's going to get most of the time at short? Uh, I don't know. I think he's going to get some of the time at short. You know, he doesn't have much of a bat. Right. So the the better that Nico Horner plays at short, maybe the more he stays there. But there'll be times when Nico moves around, maybe even DHs to get him off his feet because he's had some health problems in the past as well. And then you, of course, want to, you know, Simmons is a better defender. He's probably the best defender on the team, or one of them at least. Um, and certainly at that position, you want a great defender, as you know, watching the White Sox. Yes, yes, you need that. And especially when you have what you think is a great defender and going through such tough games, which... You know, Tim Anderson, very, very uh, streaky. And that and that seems... Yeah, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's weird a weird to be streaky right in the field, isn't it? It is. It is, but he, we've seen that from him, right? I mean, he's, yes. he's, made, he's made a lot of gains on his game over the years, but defensively, he gets streaky. Yeah, I wanted to ask Len that. Uh, just in talking to Tim and listening to him, being around him, like, does he think it's in his head? Does, is one day... Leading to the next bad day. Right, right. He's a young veteran, right? He's been around. He's still youngish. So, I mean, that's the key. You have to forget about the last game. I mean, that's you do. rule number one in baseball. Yeah. Your last at bat, your last moment in the field. And so you think one thing's leading to another. With it him. seems like it. 
Seems like it. I mean, yeah. I would hate to say that, uh, you know, that it, it, that's a fact, but it, what I'm seeing, what explains that? I mean, it just seems to be kind of piling, yeah. piling on. Yeah, and, piling and, on. and contagious within the team as well. <laughs> yeah. Right? How do you how do you get that? I mean, yeah, the eighth yeah, inning on right. Friday had to go rewatch because I was at the Bulls game. I could not believe how they lost that game. I, I uh, Friday no doubt, night, two errors in one play, play and that's the yep. only runs the Twins. I yep. could not believe coming off what happened in Cleveland. I could not believe. I know. Oh yeah, Painful. we didn't mention that as part of the bad week. Um, Ta getting suspended along with the injuries, along with the errors, Oof. along with the losses. Sloppy. The worst week I've seen a team experience in right. a long time. And, and, and you know, going uh, back to last season, Jess, we saw some of that sloppy errors and in, in that type of play from the White Sox last year. So when you hear about the injuries to the same people, almost the same injuries, then you see all those errors. It's really hard not to get down in April because you're seeing repeats, repeat issues. Right. You are. You're seeing repeat issues. Um, I think from the left side of the batter's box, I've said that forever, um, you're seeing repeat issues on defense and maybe even in some weird way repeat issues on the mound in the sense that turned out they didn't have enough pitching necessarily at, the, at its strength in the, in the playoffs. And, you know, you're being tested right now. But, look, there's only so many injuries you can overcome. Right. It gets to the point where there's just too many. And yeah. we're, we're at that point. We're, we're past at that, that point, point again. Yep. I'm just hoping what I said to Len is true. Like, so, a lot of times we, we completely forget about what April looked like for teams. Yep. yep. Because you have good teams looking bad, bad teams looking good, injuries that get healed up and you're fine later on. Um, in the in the White Sox case, April was a mirage. It's better to have injuries season. like this now than it is late in the season. Of course, we really need these people. Of course, there's no doubt about that. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you want to chime in, um, I'm handing Suzuki the NL Rookie of the Year. I think he's got it locked up. <laughs> After just saying April is a distant memory, right, right. but you're you're willing to in award the baseball him season on, in, in April. Absolutely, I picked him before the season started, so I'm gonna. I'm going to stick with him and just say April's a stepping stone. Well, you know what? Again, very, very exciting to see what he's doing on the north side and, and them playing without any kind of pressure, right? You know, you know they don't have these big names anymore. It, it's just like, let's have fun. Let's play. Yeah, it's fun to, to play without expectations. I think the Cubs felt that in 15, felt that less in 16, and then I'm talking about no expectation. And then by 17, after no, they won it, everything was on. Them. And there's no doubt that affected them. That impacted them post World Series. There's no doubt in my mind. The second half collapses we saw in like 18 and 19. A lot of that was the weight of, okay, you're great. You won one. Now you got to win another one. Well, it was Sox almost are- like they uh, they won too early. And they were just having fun. They in a weird way. They didn't. But I know what you mean. Right. Yeah, right. And they yeah. didn't have the pressure. And then all of a sudden, all that fell on their shoulders. But that's why I think that both Joe and Theo failed in one area post-2016. They didn't really change the message or the personnel enough. Right. They needed to adjust, adjust make things, a, make, make a new goal, right. have a new rallying point after not repeating in 17. By 18, they needed a new message. And some new personnel, and they didn't change it up enough. That was my. Now the Sox are going to be are facing this expectation game as well. High expectations. The Cubs are not. So for the next year or two, the Cubs can play loose and fun and without it. Right. 
and, and build something. And learn on the job. And learn on the job. Yeah. And then, of course, the expectations yeah. come. Well, yeah, well, we, we're hoping that you White Sox can take one from the Twins. I mean, uh, salvage something. Otherwise, this road trip has been all for naught. We have some thank yous to pass along as we say goodbye. Um, Len Casper, yeah. our guy. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Paul Sullivan. Paul Sullivan yep. from the yep. Tribune. Thanks for joining us. Yep. Very nice. You know, Sunday morning, Xander, it's not like we're paying big bucks on Sunday no, morning no, right, right. for these people to come on. So Yeah. Appreciate Jake producing Jake, the show today. Of course. Today. Yeah. Jake's the man. Yeah. Jake's the man, and you you are as well. Enjoy the rest of this Bulls uh, season. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we thanks. appreciate it. Good to work with you, Jess. Have a good rest of your Sunday. Go Bulls. We'll talk to you later. This has been uh, ESPN 1000 Game Day on Sunday morning.